Boom! Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Boy, it was a pussy-ass boom you had there. Jeff, I've heard some of yours. Not the, not the greatest. Let's talk about our new sponsor, Mr. Sean Gilkey and Foul Bandits. Foul Bandits, outfitting you for the field. Folks, if you want hats, hoodies, shirts, logo trailer stickers, whatever you want, that's foulbandits.com, F-O-W-L-B-A-N-D-I-T-S-C-O at gmail.com. That's foulbanditsco at gmail.com or foulbandits.com. Get your swag for out there in the field. Yes. We're excited to have these people on. Yep, new sponsor, proud of to have them on there. Who's second there? Is that Stanfield Hunting Outfitters? That would be Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Home of the Big Honker Podcast, home of the Big Honker Lodge. Call us if you need anything, any of your hunting needs at 940-658-3172 or stanfieldhunting.com. Still got some openings for goose and duck hunting? Yes, we do. And uh, duck hunting the first two weeks of November, right? Yes, first two weekends in November, first two they, weeks in November. they fucked us. They screwed us on the season and got a special run the, the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Thanksgiving call for special rates. Could do singles, doubles, triples, or a private group. That's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Thanksgiving at StanfieldHunting.com. Historically, that's a very good time. Very, very good time. Next up, Gundog Outdoors. I love these guys. The uh, The quick release system is I'm, I'm, I'm excited to put that on Lou. Don't worry about Fido going off before the gunshots. Put that quick release system on there. He's going to be right where you right where you left him each and every time. Uh, Gundog Outdoors, we're actually doing a giveaway with them, which reminds me, i got to put this week's up. Every week until the end of the year, uh, follow us along. Go to our private page, Big Honker Podcast, and become a member of it because the listeners in there are getting, they're getting all sorts of treats from Gundog Outdoors. So, uh, great product. Go look them up. Gundogoutdoors.com. Oh, Gundog Outdoors also has a promo code. Save 15%. Use the promo code Big Honker. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it ain't the duck. They got a promo code, Trump2020. Check them out on IG. Lots of hot women in their pictures. Buck's Sex done a sells. good job for himself. Yes, he does. Sex sells. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Silhouettes is the way to go. Don't be lugging around those full bodies anymore get on the skinny train uh they got their black and whites out they've also got alternate alternate poses that are coming out for this season they got big things going on at dive bomb floaters have released sandhill crane socks everything if it if it's a decoy the dive bombs already got the market cornered go check them out at divebombindustries.com they will change the way that you hunt skinnies are the way to go pack them up don't worry about them also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth. It's the way to go. It hits like a freight train. It's copper plated. holds a denser pattern. I love it. I'm not a very good shot, so I need to make what shots I have count. I need knockdown power, Jeff. I'm like Mike Tyson. You need to learn how to shoot. I, I need knockdown power. Boss Shot Shells equalizes the playing field for me, where I don't have to feel as bad. I love them. The money bag is fantastic. It's a culture there at Boss. Get on the Boss. Get on the Boss train. You can go to their website, BossShotShells.com. Ship straight to your door. No middleman. Upfront prices. And I love Lee Chosh runs their Instagram. It's the best. BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls. PacificCustomCalls.com. They've got a call for everything that you might be chasing. Geese. Big geese. Little geese. Specs. Snows. Ducks. They got it all. PacificCustomCalls.com. Um, 
They're they're retooling their gut system on some of their goose calls. They've also don't forget about the duck calls. They have they got some new stuff coming out with it. I think it'll be out in uh, in October. So start looking on their stuff. They they got some interesting stuff coming out. PacificCustomCalls.com. And we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. They've also got a lot going on. Spinners, take care of the dog. Awesome dog box. Lucky, it's five star crash test rated. Put put little Fido in the back. Don't worry about it. If you're coming home from the bar, a little little tipsy, which you shouldn't be. It's not good. But if you hit like black ice or something, roll your truck. Fifi's gonna be okay. Lucky Duck's got them taken care of. Uh, if you need spinners, they they're they're the way to go. LuckyDuck.com. It's all that we use. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club. They've also got a podcast out, Jeff. Yeah, very good podcast. Very funny. Mr. Logan Pyatt and old Rebel over there, they're a dynamic duo. Bourbon reviews each week. It's a man's, it's a humor podcast. Yeah, it's not It's not for you, uh, for any liberal wine and bleedy hearts, guys. Yeah. It's, a, it's a man's man's podcast. So wherever you're listening to this one, be sure to check them out at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Also, they got some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool merch. We're also brought to you by 14 Cattle Company, grass-fed beef. Straight to your door. Straight to your door. Call them up, 14 Cattle Company. They're in Alito, Texas. Call Mr. Jordan Smith. Order you a half a beef, a whole beef. Get a kill sheet, fill it out, send it to them. They'll bring it right to your doorsteps. Vacuum sealed. Way to go, 14 Cattle Company. Much cheaper than that $7 hamburger meat that you get at the, at the grocery store. And, like I said, it's all grass-fed. Way to go. And it's winter time's coming, so their newest podcast sponsor, or not the newest, the next podcast sponsor, you need to jump on this. You got to get an ice ripper. J2 Outdoors, they put a fucking motor on this bad boy. You crank her up, open that ice hole. Open that ice hole up. Keep prolong your season. Keep ducks around. No bait, no bait greater in the world than open water when everything else is closed. You will have ducks in your honey hole. If you go to j2outdoorsllc.com, they can hook you up, get the new ice ripper, or they got the one that uh, is very good, but it, it's electric, and you don't have to worry about shuttling gas out there. Keep that honey hole open a couple weeks longer, just a little long, just a little longer. Last but not least, we are also brought to you by William and Chris Wines out there in high Texas. Texas wine, ooh, that skeleton key with a nice bloody steak, mm, 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 mm. cannot beat it, don't even try to beat it. Go to, I'm going to fuck it up again. Go to Whole Food, Central Market, any of those hoity-toity places. <laughs> they say, do you want paper or plastic? That's the kind of places that sells William and Chris wines. Get the skeleton key. You will not regret it. That's all of our sponsors. All right. This episode of the podcast, we're joined by young entrepreneur Cade Stafford. Oh, fucking got the burps. Cade Stafford, he's uh he's got a lanyard business. What else does he have? He's got mullet mafia, trucker hats. Motherfuckers just all over. Anyway, the way that we got a hold of him, he uh, he made a very generous offer in our closed Facebook group, which everybody everybody listening should be a part of, uh, to make lanyards. And uh, thought it was very cool that a 15 year old was uh, you know taking the bull by the balls and starting his own company. So we have him on here. We talked to him. Good kid. Got a lot going on. So anyway, hope you enjoy it. Kate Stafford.
All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. On the phone with us today, we have the 15-year-old sensation, <laughs> Mr. Cade Stratford, Stafford from Sutter, California. Cade, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. It's uh, midweek. Counting down the days. First, you, oh yeah. When you when they when you told me that you'd been listening to the podcast for a couple of years, what's a thirteen year old kid doing listening to Big Honker podcast? What I wanted to know. Well, you guys are a lot like my dad. So, ah. uh, well, that's good then. That means you've been raised properly. Yep. So uh, you guys are funny, and I like to listen to it. It's it's like a, I feel like you guys' podcast is um more more free, like how a how it actually is, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I think that I think that's fair. Um, it's a did, hunting who, camp. Who, how did you How did you find it? Did uh, Did your dad listen or anything, or how'd you find it? No, I think I uh, I looked up hunting podcasts on Spotify or something, and your guys just came up. Oh well, thank God it Thank God it showed up. Uh so yep. it's it's morning time. Why are you not in school? Y'all not started yet? Um. Well, my school starts next week. But we're all distance learning. I don't know how what your guys' restriction is, but because of COVID, we're uh, we're doing school at home. Oh, you're doing that again, huh? Yep. See, we've got the option here in Texas. Uh, you can either you can send your child to school, or if you're not comfortable with the uh, with with COVID, you can keep them at home. So. Yeah, we have absolutely no options. My mom's a my mom's a teacher for her first year and everything's on zoom i'm sure you guys know what that is mm-hmm. but it's it's a great old time yeah it makes well, things nothing. difficult makes things difficult yeah. now did you play sports Very. or anything yep i play football and then i run track in the spring so you're not going to get to do any of that this year either huh no our our school um football is a big thing where we that's that's the only sport that pretty much matters uh at my high school, and we're still practicing, but season is supposed to be in January, but it's not looking too promising. So y'all start season in January is what they're telling you. That's what they're saying. We're going to play spring football. I think after the election's over, there's going to be a lot of changes. I, I know that this is a real disease, or not a disease, a virus. I know it's real and it happens, but I think when they when, when after November, no matter who wins and the politics come out of it, I think you're going to see some freedoms given back. I really do. I think, I think so too. It's a, it's all a scam. It's a scam, Demic. That good way of putting it, right there. So you grew up hunting. Your dad's a big waterfowl hunter, then. Yeah, my dad, uh, my dad and mom run a guide service. Really up here. Okay, what's the yep. name? What's the name of it? CICC Outdoor Adventures. Say that a little slower now. C I C C Outdoor Adventure. C-I-C-T. That's out of Calusa. What do y'all specialize in? Uh, mainly ducks, but we have my dad has a boat, and we we do uh, salmon, stripers, sturgeon in the river, and then uh, pig hunts and turkey hunts the rest of the year. Do y'all have a lot of pigs up there? There's a lot of well. Compared to you guys, no. 
They got big pigs. Y'all got really big pigs, though, don't y'all? Yeah. They're they're fun. Not not the best eating. He but, looks. Uh, he, he you look like a Texas boy. He's got a big old fucking mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he shows pig. You 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 show show hogs, right? Yes, I do. He can be a West Texas kid. Through what, like 4-H or what? I I show through FFA. FFA. But I've been in I've been in 4-H since I uh, I think you can get in when you're eight or nine, and I've been in there every year since then. Now, what's the difference in 4-H and FFA? Is one is it an age difference? Once you once you get to a certain age, you go to FFA. Is that just high school? So for a long for a long time, uh, you could only get into FFA when you're in high school. Okay. But now. They're incorporating it into into like seventh and eighth graders, so a lot of a lot of schools are doing that now. But re- really, there's no. I like FFA better, honestly, but uh, there's not that big of a difference. What's the highest that you've uh, finished with your pigs? Um, this year, I I won. It, we, granted, we did have a virtual fair, so everything. We took videos of our pigs and submitted them, but uh, I finished reserve champion FFA. How much does that pay out? Well, it wasn't too good. I uh, broke even. Oh, yeah, fuckers! <laughs> it's because we normally we have the um, auction live. We have a live auction, and uh, this year it was on. A uh, equipment bidding site, if you know, like uh, it's called BidCal. So it's in, like a silent auction, kind of. I've never heard of that. Um, what you said you got into uh, 4-H when you were what eight? You said. Yeah. So you've been doing this a while, man. You're a pro. Long time. Um, when did you? How old were you when you start, uh, first started waterfowl hunting? Um, well, I've been going my entire life, but I think, I think I got my license when I was nine and I got it right before dove season. So you're going on, uh, what, six years now with that? That's, that's good. And, and, uh, do you, you don't have any geese up there? What was that? You don't have any geese up there? It's all duck hunting? Oh no, we have a lot of geese. So are you doing, uh, do you guide? Are you starting to guide some? No, it's it's too much of a pain in the butt because I don't have a driver's license. But uh, I go, I don't ever guide by myself, but I do go with my dad and help out a lot. And Andy was in that same predicament when he was fifteen. He he thought he was ready to run the show, but he couldn't drive there. <laughs> yeah, tough, tough when you oh, don't yeah. have wheels. It is. It is very tough. So you got so your your parents have a guide service and uh, specializes in duck hunting, pig hunting, and turkey yep. hunting. What uh, do you get a lot of cinnamon teal through there? Cinnamon teal, we get a few a year. Normally, in the um, natural piece, we have um, access to hunt, but not that many. I, I've never even seen one personally. They're tricky little bastards. So, how'd you get into the lanyard business? Tell us about your lanyard business. So, I got into the lanyard business just by making a few. I I wanted to make one for myself. So, and then that turned into making one for a couple of my dad's guides and then a couple buddies. And I was like, I can make this in a business to pay for, let's say, my shotgun shells and my uh, 
impulsive duck call buys and all the other stuff that uh, a duck hunter swears he needs. <laughs> and so since about, I think, I think we're going on three duck seasons of me doing this. And uh, it's uh, working out well. Now, do you have a website for your lanyards? I don't have a website because I normally, I only got um, Facebook like two months ago, but uh, everything I did before that was all on Instagram. Now, what's your Instagram? What is your, you call it a hand, what do you, your username? My, my handle is marsh underscore magic. Marsh underscore magic. Now is it yep. what are the, what are these lanyards? Is it all the uh, oh fuck? What are they? Paracord. Yep, they're paracord. How did you learn to do this? You go to YouTube. YouTube. Isn't that a great tool? And then after I got the basic, uh, it's called a cobra braid. After I got that down, then I started messing with it in other ways, and I started doing stuff that I didn't need. I could. I didn't. After I got down the um basics i didn't really need to use uh youtube to learn how anymore how long did it take you to do your first uh first lanyard so now they take me per lanyard about an hour to two hours sometimes three depending on the style and um in the beginning, the first one was like eight hours. I swear, it was a couple nights. <laughs> and if you make one wrong move, the whole thing's fucked up, isn't it? No, not really, because it. Um, if you pull it tight enough, it'll stay together. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's a little bit confusing with the. I don't now when I think of it, it's not confusing at all. But in the beginning, it was confusing. I can't, I mean, I see, uh, we had a guide out here that used to make lanyards, and shit, he'd just be sitting over there, and he'd start out with this big old long thing of paracord, and then by the end, he, that 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 was the tough part for me, is is knowing how much paracord it would take to uh, to do it, and then he'd, just, he'd, he'd have the exact amount rolled out every time. But that yep. just comes from after years. A, after a while, like, to, uh, to make my lanyards, I just um, pulled pull it across my arms and like this one three three arms length of that and boom yep that works yep that i think he did something similar he would uh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about but uh i get i get i can't i can't do it when it's uh, just a big jumble it looks like a big jumbled mess to me and so you've actually tried to make one before no no no, no. just i know my personality and i couldn't do seeing it. all the wires and shit and houses i've done you know i've little bit of elect- electrical work and my anxiety goes up whenever I see big knots. And that's ba- that's basically it, all I'd have. The best is when it all gets tangled up and there's the only way to get it untangled is to start cutting. Mm. Unless unless you're that patient, I'm not that patient. <laughs> okay, I'm look I look at your Instagram and um there's a picture of a pintail and another duck laying there. And I have no idea what that duck is. I'm assuming you killed some kind of unusual duck in California. It's uh, it's black and I gotta find the damn thing now again. Is it a ring neck? They don't look like no ring neck. Maybe it is a ring neck. It just looks color wise. I don't know why anybody take a picture of a fucking ring neck. So, well, I would. I love shooting divers. Well, you're young, so I'll give you. No, it's got green and black. It ain't no damn ring neck. 
How far down there was it? I don't know. It's it's a pintail. What's the date? Um, January twenty fourth. Hmm. Twenty twenty. I'm assuming. I'll, I'll huh. put an end to this, Cade. Hold on a second. Oh god, the fucking experts on it now. I'll put an end to this. I don't know what it is. It's got like oh. black with a red deal. That's a spoonie. No, that ain't a fucking spoon bill. What's your? Oh yeah, look. What's look your at the green name? towards the back. What's I, the? Instagram I've never seen name? a black spoon bill. Marsh Magic. Marsh underscore Magic. You're not Mullet Mafia. I have that. That's me too. <laughs> Damn. <Side> business. <laughs> Side business. What's your yeah? Si- I make those hats. <laughs> the uh, fucker's got more job in a Jamaican. No shit, you got more job than I do, and I'm into everything. That ain't no fucking spoonbill. It's a it's a pintail with a some kind of black duck that's got green in the back of it. Look at its bill. That's definitely a spoonbill. Let me see it, Joe. I can't really I can't see it. I can't find it. I'm on his mullet know, mafia it's gear. Not a very good fucking picture. Does that look like a spoonbill to you? Yeah, that's a spoon bill. A that's black just, one? No, that's just his head. Huh? There's a shadow. Let me see it then. Yeah, there's a that's shadow. That's just his head. If you look at if you look at the body, the body's white. You're looking at it wrong. Okay, 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 okay. Now I see it. Never mind. Sometimes you got you got to tell these old fuckers what's up, Kate. I mean, you can't just let them run you over like that. I thought maybe you shot some kind of weird duck. Out I'm there. glad that you held your ground. You thought you were looking at, at the whole body. Yes. Yeah. No, that's not what you were looking at. I want to know about this mullet mafia. What the? What got you into that? Making caps. Uh, that let's. Well, I made Marsh Magic hats a lot, and I tell them I made I made a, I made quite a few that said uh, make ducks great again or what What does it say? Make ducks Makes, migrate again. Yes, I sold the crap out of those um, last year, and then uh, the mullets around around the hometown here. It's a it's a big thing. The whole varsity <laughs> football team had a mullet for a while. <laughs> and so, go ahead. And so, my mom, me and my mom, made up this design, and it's actually kind of a an outline of my hair. The the hair part of it and then added in the american sweatband and and the letters and i've been doing that for probably mm, that's probably been going on for about four months now much success with it are you selling a lot of hats mullet mafia hats yeah i sell about probably you don't have to give people specific a week at least you don't have to give people specifics. As long as it's doing good, that's all that counts. Um, kids, okay. a, kids, an entrepreneur. I'm telling you me. what you got your little your little hustler up there. This quarantine's been good for you. You started two businesses. Well, I also own a uh, Jesus a, Christ. a lawn service. Three businesses. Yep. So uh, I work. I work on a farm as well. If we're counting them all. Motherfucker. My advice is, son, get you a prenup. Go ahead and write it up now. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't have a girlfriend if you've got all this going on. No, I don't. I don't have time to eat. Yeah. Well, let's keep this clean. He's 15 here. years old. Let's go ahead and watch what we say. Let, here. Let's keep. Let's keep this clean here. Um. Yeah. Shit. I mean, with everything you got going on, you got school. You had football. You got three businesses and a job. Not much time for anything else. It's a wonder you have time to go duck hunting. 
Well, uh, a lot changes when when hunting season around. I I stop I stop everything pretty much. Now, we got our priorities straight when that when that comes around. Now, do you, any of your buddies do they listen to the podcast? I don't know. I have I have a friend. He commented on the thing. His name's Kyle. He, he's more of my dad. Well, I call him a friend. He probably thinks I'm a loser, but uh, <laughs> he he rents blinds for my dad. Well, and I, we hunt together sometimes. Uh, he sent me a nice message about you. He don't think you're a loser. I like him. He's, he's pre- a good friend. He's pretty impressed by you. Well, shit, yeah. He's the one that said, hey, Jeff, you need to make this happen. I thought, well, I can do that. <laughs> so basically, for those that don't know, uh, you, you made a post on the in the closed group. Let's, let's, before we get to this, let's, go, let's back this up a little bit. Just because you send a note to us that you know somebody that should be on the podcast, or if you offer to do something really nice for us, doesn't mean we're going to have you on as a guest. Right. Let's just <laughs> go ahead and say that right now, because we get... I get more than one request a day to be on the podcast, and I'm sure you do too, Andy. Mm-hmm. So now go ahead with your story. You made a very nice post on the in the closed group that you were making lanyards, and you would like to to supply these. And uh, you got a lot of comments from guys in the group that want to buy pot, want to buy lanyards. Ordered lanyards, ordered lanyards from you. Said you were 15 years old, and then that's all. That's how all this came about. Yeah. Yep, pretty much, and uh, my offer still stands on those lanyards for you guys if if you're interested. I appreciate that. Um, I'm probably not going to take you up on it just because I know time is money for you, and switching yep. lanyards is a pain in the ass for me. Yes, it is. Uh, my dad still doesn't wear one of mine because uh, <laughs> changing changing bands is a pain in the butt. Yes, it is, and I don't have all that many, and uh, the paracord swells up and taking a call off. But what I probably will do is have you make one for my son, Reese. But I'm going to pay you for it. I'm not going to let you just do it for free because time is money. We'll see about that, but uh, um, <laughs> I can definitely make him one. I've made a, I've made a lot of kids lanyards. Good, good. So what's on the agenda today? What what business are you focusing on? Uh, hold on, hold on, morning? hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what I'd like you to do. I would like to build you to build me a lanyard for my dad. And I'm going to put some of okay. my dad's old calls on it. And I will put that, put that I'm going to put it in a shadow box, this stuff. But I'm going to put $100 towards dad's, the scholarship foundation in your name on that. Does that, that sound sounds like, yep, that's awesome. And that's that's what I'm going to do. So, what's on your agenda today? Which uh, which of the businesses is getting your focus? Uh, well, AP Biology Summer Projects getting the focus today. Uh oh, what's the project? Um, so the other it it's we have to study an ecosystem and then report on it. And so, uh, I killed two birds with one stone last weekend. We went I went archery deer hunting. And then studied the the ecosystem up there and just got to finish her off. Your deer season's already open. Yep. Are they in velvet? Um, they pretty much just shedded or shedded strips. I don't know. Scrapes. But there's a lot of hardhorn bucks right now. But we're also seeing some that are that are um, still in velvet. Normally the little ones. A lot of a lot of the spikes are still in velvet. 
I saw a mount someone had last year. They shot a big mule deer somewhere. I think it was in Arizona, and it was in full. It was all in velvet still, and I thought that would be a cool animal to have mounted. Yeah. Are the ticks My, not uh, terrible? Do they taste bad? No, no the ticks. are the ticks? Are there ticks on them? Oh, they're they're kind of disgusting. Mm. They like shed it off and stuff. What the ticks? Are growing, yeah. Their hair's weird right now. The cape, if that's what you're saying. What's the temperature out there? It's too damn fucking hot to be deer hunting. Uh, it'll be 112 right now. Holy right, shit. This, this afternoon. Fuck that. That's way too damn hot to be fucking shooting a deer or anything. You do Ugh. it in shorts, I'm assuming. Nope. No? Pants and boots every day. Oh. Mm. Miserable. Did you get anything when you were out there? Each, no, we, each stroke. Um, yeah, pretty much. Actually, up there, it was really nice. We had a thunderstorm roll through, soaked us with rain. But uh, that thunderstorm brought lightning, and uh, the whole state's on fire right now. I saw I saw that yesterday. We have a I have a guy on here that's a that's a fireman. A couple of guys that are force fire, and those are the guy. I want yeah. one of them on the podcast. I think it'd be an interesting guy to have on. But that's a tough job, boy. Whew, dangerous. So the storm it, fucked you? Um, yeah. Well, and it was opening weekend, so there was a lot of people rolling around. Mm. Now, do y'all ha- y'all have bears where you're at also? Bears? Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you shot a bear ever? Um, I've never shot a bear. But it, there's there's sure a lot of them. Does it come on your regular hunting license, or do you have to, like, put in for a tag for a bear? Um, you don't have to put in for one. You can just buy one over the counter. They're, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, that makes it easy then. Um, when did y'all – so what do y'all have next? Is it dove hunting? Does that open September 1st? Yes, it does. And then uh, – we'll, Go ahead. We'll, we'll be salmon fishing probably right after the dove opener. My dad will start salmon fishing. Until until uh, duck season rolls around, he'll probably he'll have to stop like October first probably and start uh, start dealing. He he leases out seventy five or eighty duck blinds, so he'll have to start dealing with all the people and making sure the blinds are because they're in the middle of rice fields. If you if you guys know how that works, yeah, yep. But what's what's a duck blind go for in California? Uh, I think they range from like six grand to about fifteen in the rice. But some of these other, we got the butte sink. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Have you? No, no, (laughs) nope. Well, they're it's a huge club or, or not club, but uh, natural marshes that are still that are still natural, and that's the place the million dollar boys go what are the million dollar boys that's the is that y'all's expensive people yep what's a blind out there run it's not a blind you buy into the place it's like there's houses out there and all kinds of things it's it's like a million dollars it's a hunt club club. okay duck club so million dollar buy-in a million dollar buy-in shit andy you gotta buy your place out there yeah go out there on my private my pj so what do uh so your dad subleases all his land from rice farmers and then he subleases the blinds right yep interesting deal same thing happens here you just don't, i don't ever think of california having that kind of stuff because of the government out there 
But y'all live in a whole different part of California, basically, than the idiots in Southern yeah, California. Yeah, it's not the California you hear about. I heard everybody's leaving California, getting the hell out of leaving? there. Leaving? Yep. Yep. They're all going to Idaho. And yeah, they're, fuck, they're fucking up them places now. Yeah. Yep, it's going to, I don't know where we're, where you're going to move, but Idaho's not the move anymore. I don't think so, at least. Boise's getting pretty bad, I've heard. Fucking. We have some friends that have moved there. Austin, Texas is a shithole now, too. Everybody from California is moving, moving to Austin. Because all the tech companies are there because they move all their whack job people out here because the taxes are low. Then they they try to escape California. Then they want to bring all y'all's fucked up stuff to us. Not a good Pretty move. much. Yeah. So Pretty much. So is your dad a commercial salmon fisher or is he doing guide? Is he guiding for the salmon? No. he. All the fishing is uh, guiding. So his boat only holds four people plus him. When's the best time of year to do that? Salmon fish? Yeah. Um, probably late September, early October. You grew up in a really neat place. I mean, hell, they got salmon fishing. They've got all the hunting. August deer hunting. Well, I wouldn't want to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like a really uh, cool... It sounds like you've had a really cool childhood like my boys did. Yes, I, I can't thank my parents enough for raising me the right way. You're very fortunate. You really are, especially in this world we live in today. Do you get tired of eating salmon towards the uh, towards the end of the season? Uh, we never eat salmon. Uh, the cl- the clients take that. Take every bit of it. I was fixing to say, I'd be like asking Andy if he got sick of eating duck and goose growing up. Never happened. I, I'm person. Yeah, we don't. We barely eat. Uh, we eat a lot of deer and a lot of elk. And but my mom went to the Yukon. I love telling this story. My mom went to the Yukon. And uh, killed a moose. How long did that? Um, when did she do that? That was like that was like two years ago, I think. Yeah. That's a good eating animal. Um, she was there in pretty much BFE for fourteen days. Who did she go with? She went with um, uh, one of my dad's, one of our family friends. Uh, they actually got the hunt gifted to him because to a. My mom is a hunting consultant, as well as a, uh, as well as doing the, um, as well as a school teacher, and uh, one of her and her friends' clients for the hunting consultancy um, gave them the hunt because he couldn't make it, so they got to go. You're just a, you're in a family full of hustlers, multiple jobs in every one of you. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So, so when you say a hunting consultant, like people contact her company and then she refers them to a outfitter? Um, kind of, yes, but also she puts everybody in for the big game tag. Oh, okay. They tell her what they want to hunt, ETC, and then uh, she puts them in. Uh, what, how, how big of a moose did she shoot? It was 65 inches wide, the horn. As tall as her giant takes up a whole wall on our house oh y'all got it mounted uh not the it's a european mount but because yeah. having the real mount wouldn't fit <laughs> take walls aren't tall room. enough for that yeah no kidding and then uh i guess you had moose meat for about a year huh not actually i wish more kind of came home but it's so expensive to bring it back that uh most of it was gifted to local well, that that works too, though. Um, 
my my wife's cousin went to Alaska fishing, and he yeah. he caught a bunch of fish, and it was like twelve hundred dollars to bring it back. The fish, yeah, that's crazy. The the, the airlines but. are screwing everybody. It was ridiculous. Like we did the math, like it, it was like I think it was fifty pounds of meat. No shit. Huh. Yeah. Fuck that! I'd have left that shit there then. That uh, that moose was in full velvet when she killed it and uh i guess it's a law that you can't send across the canadian border you can't send the um velvet on the horns or something right the law so uh all the velvet had to be stripped off which was kind of sad yeah what time of year did she go up there i i honestly can't remember wonder if it's like deer and they come out of velvet around the same time i don't know I don't, I don't know. I have zero idea, honestly. It was in the fall. I can tell you that. Yeah. So when uh, when's the best time to to shoot a duck up there where you are? Shoot a duck? Yeah. I would say uh, November, late November to the end of the season, which is in January thirty first. So basically, any time in there, you have pretty good success. Yeah, pretty much uh, early. Early season's a little slow, but um, we still have a lot of specks and snows. They come; they'll be here any day now. I feel like uh, annoying us all, but uh, we don't we don't do any dry field goose hunting. It's too much of a pain. Everything's over water in the rice field. Oof! Now that sounds like a pain to me because you're walking around in knee deep water all the time and mud. It's actually only about ankle deep, and. Uh, the the spread stays out all the time. Sounds like South Texas to me. Yeah. So so you're okay. So the spread stays out all the time. Like, will there be birds in it the night before, or you just go to that place no matter what? No, you go to that place no matter what. But it, they're all located around either those big butte sink clubs on the outskirts of those, or um, next to the wildlife refuges and there i don't it it's got to be different hunting here than there because you almost never have to scout for a bird unless you're gonna set up on a a grind of geese somewhere well see what we do is we try to find where the birds are feeding the night before and then that's where we go the next day so our spread always moves because we try yeah, we it, try to get on the feed every night It'd be tough. It, it, yeah. Well, there's so many, everything, I feel like over there it's a little more open for, uh, is there a lot of people that hunt around you guys? Not really. Not compared to places that have refuges and stuff. And we know, yeah. we, we, we work together, like especially in Texas, mm-hmm. there, there's no surprises in the morning. Everybody knows where everybody's going. I mean, it's it's we have such respect for each other and work with each other that, if we change what the plan is in the evening, we'll call in the morning at five o'clock in the morning and say, "Hey, we're going to go here instead." Just so everybody knows, there's no, we don't we work together here. What would you say? There's five spreads out most mornings. Yeah, at the most probably. Yeah, it, it's so much different here. Heck, you got you got the refuge hunters, the people that are on the refuge, and then you got the the people that are just going out to hunt for fun, and then you got the guides. And there's a the amount of guides anymore, like when my dad first started the company, uh, when he was 
I think he was 18. Um, when he first started back then, there wasn't the, the amount of guides there is now. Now that anybody can get a guide license here. Mm-hmm. So everybody thinks there's a, they're a guide. Yeah. Pretty but, much. But they do have to, uh, have to get a guide's license to work in California? Yeah, so you apply to get the license, and then you pay a, a bond, and you pretty much have it after that. So there's no test or anything like there is in North Dakota. I think North Dakota is the one with the test. No, we should have a test. I think every state should. I think every state should have to have to license their guide services. Yeah. Texas doesn't either. Texas doesn't have anything. I mean, really, anybody could start a guide service here. I wish we had a guides association. I wish we had a state-mandated license. The problem is is when the government gets involved, then things yeah, get fucked up. That's true. Because then all of a sudden you would have a guides union. and. But we, we need a we need to have a, a an outfitters need to have. All should all have to carry liability insurance first. Maybe just have that be the only rule. You got to have X amount of liability insurance. Yeah, you, know, you carry a million dollars liability insurance. Can't because so many guys are fly by nights. But the fly by night guys that did the same thing we did in Canada just tell them we're all friends. Right. Yeah. That's you know. true too. That's true too. Well, Cade, we really appreciate your time. It sounds like you got a lot going on. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the offer on the lanyards, and like I said, I'll, I'll take you up on it with for for my son Reese. And uh, it sounds like Jeff's going to have you make one for Ron. If there's anything that you need from us, man, don't ever hesitate to uh, reach out to one of us. And tell people where they can find you on Facebook so they can get, get order my lanyard. Um, you can find me on Facebook at the same handle as my Instagram, Marsh Magic, uh, custom call lanyards. And uh, just shoot me a, a private message, and I'll, I'll get it. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And I, I, I'm glad to... I'm very happy to be on this with you guys. Uh, we appreciate and what's you What's the other one? Mullet, Mullet Mafia for a cool yeah, hat? Yeah, hit me up for a Mullet Mafia hat, too, if you well, want one of them. What are you going to do when the mullet fades? You gonna, you gonna well, s- I don't want to cut my mullet off, so <laughs> hopefully we don't have to think about that. Yeah, listen, one day you're going to have a listen, skullet. <laughs> it, it, went away one, it went away once before, yeah. so the mullet, the mullet f- craze will fade. You'll be bald on what? top and hair on the back. <laughs> We're holding on this time till my <laughs> senior year, at least. Uh, what, so, what? You're 15, so you're uh, going into your sophomore year. Is that right? Yep. I don't know. I don't know if the mullet yeah. will still be around in two years. You my, might force if it. it. If it stays 112 in California, it's getting cut off. Did you have a mullet, Jeff? I had. I had hair. Where we we had a style where you had your hair permed in the back. Y'all are doing that now too, aren't you? Everybody perms their hair in the back, but mine's curly enough that it wouldn't look right if I permed it. That, that was the same style in 1986, so <laughs> I, I had that. I had the perm in the back, and I guess it was sort of some sort of uh, <laughs> mullet, I guess. I, I don't know. That's about as mullety as I got. You know what's weird oh. is, like, I kind of saw this coming. So OBJ, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, you saw his hair. Back yeah. in like 20, 2014, and everybody kind of started doing that, shaving the sides, growing the top out. And then you got Patrick Mahomes, and um, this is just kind of morphed into, well, fuck it, let's just do a mullet. Well, the mullet was around yeah. a long time ago, but then I don't know who come up with the fucking perm in the back, but I got a perm in the back of my hair just like it, And I got, I'm Italian. I have curly hair anyways if it grows out. But you're not doing the perm in the back, Cade? 
No, no perm for me. It's uh, curly enough. You must be the envy of all the boys in school. I, well, actually, I wish I had straight long hair, like straight oh. hair, not curly. You want the Joe Dirt look? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Trust me, you be you're gonna be happier with some curls in it. <laughs> what What do the girls think? Does anybody? Does any of your pals with a mullet have a girlfriend? Um. Yeah, but I don't think anybody likes the mullet. None of the girls do. Honestly. No, I don't think it's nothing to do I know my mom hates it and my dad hates it. My sister's not impressed. But <laughs> How old's your sister? She makes us happy. My sister, uh, she's less, She's 14. She turned 14 the other day. So she's not really one to be giving you um, opinions on what your hair needs for the girls then? No. How did you approach this with your parents? Like, hey, listen, Mom, I'm 15 years old. If I want to grow a mullet, I'm going to grow a mullet. No, so here's, this was pretty, uh, pretty witty what I did here. My parents went out of state to go on a, on a deer hunt and they left me and I had like a giant afro looking thing because I've been growing the back of my hair because I wanted a mullet. You knew, yeah. My grandma was staying with me, so I was like, we call her Noni because, uh, we're, we're Italian and that's the Italian for grandma. So I was like, Noni, can you take me into the, I need to get a haircut. And she's like, okay. So I just went in and, uh, the lady, I had a picture on my, on my phone of how I wanted it to look. And, uh, she stayed in the car. I came out with a mullet. <laughs> it was Noni. Un- was she impressed? Noni's like, I really like it. <laughs> and she's like, but, uh, um, I'm not getting in trouble by your mom about this. Yeah. Noni told you, just tell your mom you stole the car and went to the barbershop on your own. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, kids these days. Mm. <laughs> well, mullet man, you got, you got a lot of you got a lot of spirit, man, and uh, we wish you the best this coming hunting season. And uh, good luck, you know. Keep living that entrepreneurial lifestyle, and can't wait to see where it takes you, bud. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. And uh, whenever you're ready, I can uh, give me a shoot me a text, and I'll um, I'll make you guys those lanyards. Hey, we appreciate it very much. Take care of yourself. We wish you the best, and maybe one day you can get out here and come see us. Don't come with that mullet, though. Oh, I'm coming. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's going to still be around. <laughs> Take care, Cade. Yeah, you too. What a hustler. Did you ever think, when the mullet finally faded, when did the mullet officially fade? Did it even make it to the 90s? You had it in 86, you said. No, I didn't. I don't know if I had, I don't know you would say it was a mullet that I had. If it was short on the side and permed in the back, it was a mullet. Mine was, I don't. If it was short on the side and permed in the back, you had a mullet. Okay, I guess I sort of had a mullet. It was a different haircut kind of deal, but I guess it was. I don't think I remember still getting my freaking perm in the back of my hair. Melissa Garrett gave it to me at her house, and her dad made fun of me the whole time. <laughs> he goes, boy, your daddy's gonna think you're a sissy boy. Damn, <laughs> see, damn fireman with a boy with a see, damn I per- think, perm in the back. I think uh, the mullet now is like longer on top. I think you just you just had a regular haircut. I had a regular. We used to part our hair down the middle and feather it back. I guess is what they used to call it. it was so, a normal deal. I think the mullet today is not quite like that. So I see what you're saying. It was a different hairstyle, but still permanent. It's the same thing. But yeah, it was, but everybody, you know, I'm, I'm going to bet that half the white kids had the same haircut. 
Oh yeah, there's 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 nothing unique about a no, teenager. No, I mean it was the same everybody, but it was a perm. And I don't know, I don't remember when I decided to quit getting a perm in the back. I don't think I, I don't think by the time fall came around the next year that I had one. I can't remember. So it was that short lived. I, I I don't remember having it. Probably maybe six months or a year, maybe at the most. When it did wasn't. you When did you realize that 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 I mean, did this hairstyle carry over into the nineties, or was it gone by then? I I don't remember that. I realized when I was about 20 years old that girls liked guys with just curly hair, and I let my shit grow on top, and I could. Right. And then we went through the wet stage. The wet. Where you would just put mousse in your hair, like Jerry curl. Yeah, I guess it would be the white Jerry curl, <laughs> but it was just mousse. You just take mousse and put it in your wet hair, and your hair would stay wet looking the whole night. Kind of like on uh, what is that? Coming to America. <laughs> we didn't leave. No, it wasn't wet like that. It looked wet. It wasn't. It wasn't gloppy wet. It just looked wet. That's it was kind of hard. Huh? The three on oh, the yeah. sofa. I was play, I, we had, I went to school with this black guy Mike McGill. And in junior high, I'll never forget this. Playing fucking dodgeball. And he fucking, the coaches played with us. Looking back now, coaches were some mean <laughs> bastards when he was a junior high. Yeah. And these coaches are humming the fucking ball at us. And we always have all the dorks on one deal. And we just beat the piss out of them. But anyways, Mike, the coach threw the ball at Mike. And Mike, uh-uh, it didn't hit me. He goes, look at the ball. And there was a grease spot on the ball from his hair. <laughs> He goes, you're telling me that ain't from you? <laughs> so, ah. that is some nasty shit. <laughs> what, Jericho? Oh, oh, them guys stink. Guys, that shit stunk. <laughs> do they even sell it anymore? I'm sure they probably do. wonder if it's very popular. I don't think so. You don't see any guys. <laughs> Let me look this up. You don't You don't see anybody wearing that kind of is hairstyle. It, is it Jericho with a J or is there a G somehow in there? Ah, shit, I don't know. Jericho. I think it's G-E-R-I-C-U-R-L, maybe. It is. Is that, you, did I spell it right? <laughs> fuck no. Oh. J-H-E-R-I. Oh, fuck. I never got that. Curl. C-U-R-L. Jericho. There's Ice Cube. Ice Cube had the Jericho curl. Um, let's see here. Often, spell, often spelled Jerry curl is a permanent wave hairstyle that was popular among African Americans during the 1980s and early 1990s. So the Jericho curl actually made it. Invented by hairdresser Jerry Redding. I'm going to tell you that growing up, white people and black people had completely different hairstyles and hair. I don't know about that. I mean, this if you now we that, all got our heads shaved, so we all look the same. I don't know with the Jericho look and the, and then your moose look. No, the moose look. We everybody might have looked the same. No, it was it just the moose look was just your hair looked like it was wet, but it was hard as a rock. <laughs> it even has something about here in, of coming to America. This, I'm telling you. Soul Glow yeah, was soul the fictional glow. name on that. Uh, your soul glow. <laughs> That's a great movie. Uh, oh, shit. It's a great, great movie. One of the best comedies ever. I wish Eddie Murphy would come out of retirement and write something else. You know, Zach has bestowed what was his us. his last one, Norbit or something? I don't know. It was stupid. Zach stayed with us the other night again and bestowed with us while he was at the uh, working in the ambulance here. We watched Life again last night. That is some funny shit. Him and Martin Lawrence in prison. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's their best that they did together, but it's funny. What else did they do together? I think they did something else together. Maybe not. Maybe that. I think I had such high hopes for it that it because uh, you know you see fucking like Bernie Max in there. It's Bernie, great. I mean, it's a funny show. Oh, Changalang, Changalang. Um, Can't get right. I mean, this is great shit. Look, look, listen to Eddie Murphy. Forty-eight hours trading places. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop 2, Eddie Murphy Raw, Coming to America, Harlem Nights, Another 48 Hours, 
Boomerang, which I don't know if I've seen. That. It's good. Halle Berry's in. It's her first movie. Vampire in Brooklyn. I didn't see that. Stupid. Nutty Professor. Uh, it's, it kind of got a little weird. The first Nutty Professor was great. It was the better of the ones. But after that, he just started getting weird started shit. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. He started going mainstream. Like Dr. Doolittle is where he went. He where, needed to go back. You know then what? he did Life. The Life was good. Harlem Nights and Coming to America, he, he, he catered to making fun of the black stereotypes of stuff. He just made fun of everything. He did. But that was the life. That, I mean, what he did was true life shit. And right. that's what... You know, it's funny. That's like the show Barbershop with uh, right. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. It's real life. The shit they talk about in there and stuff. That's, but it's funny because they talk real shit. You know, nobody, nobody gets their feelings hurt. There's no sense if. Look here. 2020 coming to America part two. I'm sure it'll suck. Well, you never know. Did you want, I watched um, Bad Boys 17 or A whatever lot. it was. Yeah. And I didn't, it wasn't that bad. But you, you get to you, you 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 pass up the opportunity to make like coming like Friday with Ice Cube. Right. They fucked up by not making another one right after they did the last ones. They did fri- They did a bunch of Fridays. They did three of them. Right. But now they're talking about doing another one. They've been talking about forever. Oh. Those guys are too old now to do that shit. Yeah. It's kind of like um, coming to or, uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and all them. Right. You can't do after it Christmas Vacation. They should have done another one a year or two later. It's too yeah. late, fucking now, to do one. Yeah. I mean, you lose all the humor that went with it. Well, like having a, having kids and all that. It stuff. changes the whole yeah. what made it so good. Now, someone I, else could come back and do a Christmas Vacation, but Chevy Chase, Chase is going to be hard to find someone because he played that part so well. Vince Vaughn would have been good to play that type of part. I guess Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence were only in life together. Yeah, I never. I don't. I, I think. I think. I just remember. That build up because that was kind of when Martin Lawrence was also at his peak. Uh, life, yeah, '98. I'm sure. <laughs> Quit. Ollie, shush up. I think that was right around the time Blue Streak came out. I remember fucking Blue Streak. Blue Streak's funny as hell with Martin Lawrence and yeah. <clears throat> and then Life was coming out and you got these two uh, titans of comedy coming together and I think I just felt a little <laughs> when he let delivered down. those fucking pizzas. Oh fuck. <laughs> I remember those those teeth. You used to get yeah. those. We used to come away with those at every hunting show. Those Bubba teeth. Oh, watch the pizzas, red old Shamu over there. <laughs> See, people get, they don't make fun of people no more because they're afraid yeah. they're hurt somebody's fucking. You feelings. can't make fun of fat people. You can't make fun of skinny people. You can't make fun of anybody. Yeah, fucking a bunch of pussies running things, killing it all. Killing let's look it at, all. Let's look at Martin Lawrence's filmography real quick. It's not very many. Boomerang. He was in Boomerang with. Yep. Uh, with Eddie Murphy. With Eddie yeah. Murphy. Bad Boys. You never seen Boomerang? No. The I dad that's have. on Friday plays David Allen Greer's dad, and he bangs the mom in the bathroom at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, it's great. See, he started coming on. So ninety five, he did Bad Boys. Then he did A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, and then Nothing to Lose. Never heard of those. Then yeah. Life in ninety nine, Blue Streak in ninety nine, Big Mama's House. What's the worst that could happen? See, Big Mama's House. They just get two. A fat a guy dressed up like a fat lady. It was funny though. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. That that's damn funny. That is a damn good show. But it's because Mike Kipps is in there. Yeah. That's just that's an all around good funny ass show too. Oh, but you can't do those anymore. And I don't understand why we're ruining the whole country. <laughs> Fucking Jericho. So restarted school. Yeah, went really good. I saw pictures yesterday, and it make you kind of sad seeing kids at the cafeteria, and they look like they're all on timeout for getting in trouble <laughs> everywhere. What are you going to do when you when they have like timeout? Make them sit together then, maybe. <laughs> I mean, 
if you, if you don't fuck up, you're gonna have to sit by your friend. You're all you're all apart starting out the the year. That was punishment. Whenever we were there, what are they doing with the? See, Reese is a small class, so it's not that big a deal. But what are they right. doing with cl- classes with twenty and fifty kids? Not How are they problem. separating them out? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a small school school board member, Jeff. So whatever they're doing there, I don't know. Um, <coughs> I saw one picture where they had like uh, plexiglass around all the desks. So I don't know if that's a measure that they're taking. I honestly don't know. Tony would be able to tell you, Tony. How's that? How's Kylie's uh, uh, like lunch and everything? What are they making them social distance? Um, she says that they have about two foot between each other. They're right across the table and they're spaced. And two right across the table. She's just put their space. But they're right across the table from each other. Huh? No, there's an empty chair right oh, across. across. Okay, 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 I got you. Chair, empty chair. Right. But there's not empty chairs. They just have a space. We were just wondering because Reese's class is so small. It's we were wondering what they were doing with office. like with like bigger. Like bigger classes. What is she doing in her classroom? She didn't say. And I don't know what they're doing at like a mega school like Lubbock or Abilene or any of those. No. I, don't, I mean, you can't. You don't have that much room to spread out kids. They can take their lunch, but they can't use the microwave. Right. Um, I thought the microwave would kill anything. No, no it's touching the touching handle. the buttons and the handles and stuff. <laughs> the hell's happened to our country? Freaking Chinese. Um. But he had a, he had a really and that's the good thing about all this is Reese didn't know anything different so yeah to him it's no different to him it, he's not missing out on anything Dylan she starts uh, what tomorrow tomorrow she'll, she'll probably bitch but uh, <laughs> they're taking temperature scans right as you so you drop them off and then uh, every kid gets their temperature scanned hundred hundred degrees is the cutoff you have a hundred degree temperature you gotta go home mine runs low like ninety seven something but. <clears throat> if so, if a teacher gets a, a hundred degree temperature, they're going to check it three or four times before they make the call to send them home. Just in case, I mean, you know, hell, that fucking gun could have been overheating. Once you get sent home, though, you can't go back until you're <clears throat> negative tested. Until yeah, you you have to have a negative test or a doctor that it's something else. Doctors note that it's something else. That's crazy. And diarrhea and fucking nausea is on the list. So what the hell? Kid goes home with diarrhea, you got to get a COVID test. I'm telling you, as soon as they spray for cotton out here, every kid in school is going to get sent home because everybody's going to have sore throat and the sniffles. <sighs> Honestly, um, I think it's going to be the fever more than anything. I think that's going to kind of be the the uh, the barrier. If you have a fever, I think that's when they're going to put you on COVID watch. But, you know. Oh, shit, I'm going to get my ass chewed out when I get home. What would you do? We bought a new stove and refrigerator. And it's there right From now. Home Depot. So listen to this. They told us when we bought this that there's a, we wouldn't even get our fridge when he'd be here until the middle of October. Mm-hmm. Well, they called me yesterday and they said, hey, we'd like, what's your address? We'll set up a delivery for you. She goes, oh, this is going to the store. I said, yeah, we're going to get it from the store to here. We paid for the delivery. Oh, well, we just take it to the store in Abilene. I said, okay, nothing, no problem. They'll call and let you know when they're going to set up a delivery. So right before I left here, they called and said, hey, we'll be at your house in 30 minutes with your stove, with your delivery. I said, okay. So I told Michelle, I said, just have them leave it on the front porch. I've got a guy who put it, has to put a gas line in the house anyways. Well, I told her, I said, just have him put it in and take the old one out on the front porch, and I'll haul it to the lodge tomorrow, and I'll just have the plumber come later today and run that. She said, that's fine, no problem. Your mom just texted me, uh, 
in the refrigerator wasn't supposed to be here until October. It's here now? She goes, uh, uh, holy smokes, you didn't tell me the fridge was here also. I didn't know that. Well, we have a hat. Our refrigerator is full of shit. So mom's having to unload everything so that guy can put everything in there to put it in. So I'm glad I'm missing this. (laughs) She wanted a new fridge as part of it. Yeah. What are y'all doing with your old fridge? I'm going to put it on the back porch. What are you going to do with that fridge? Probably uh, um, no, don't leave it. Hold on real quick. We can put her on air, and you can see. We can see if she's yelling at you. No, you don't want to do that. No, they're going to be able to hear through that microphone, so you might as well plug her Why into the. Why don't you have him just bring the fridge into the house? They just leave it in the living room next to where the old fridge is. Yes, in the dining room. All right, bye. Well, that wasn't that bad. No, that went a lot better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> Anyway, you get your new fridge two months early. I'm not that excited about the old fridge or a new fridge. Well, she is. That's N- all that counts. Now the one that's outside that's full already. Now I'm going to have to switch it all to the where the other one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. there's a lot of moving pieces today. What are you yes. going to do with that fridge that's on your porch? I'm bringing it to the lodge out here and put it in the guy's house. Oh, See that'll be good. Fridge. Yeah, that'll be good. Place for Blake to keep his beer. Yep. All right, we're out of here, I guess, for the day. That's it for the week. Yep. Next week. Talk next week, next hopefully, week. we'll have Wyman on. Next week, we had a uh, air conditioning. We had an air conditioning issue. It was 110 degrees that day, so and they just they got them fixed. And so I'm going to reschedule with Wyman. I'm going to be out of town for a week, so we will do a couple of them early in the week, and then Andy will do one or two by himself. Or not. I might just take the week off. Also, we're not doing that. We'll have three each that week. We All right, we'll see. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. God bless you. Uh, we really appreciate all of our sponsors, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Gundog Outdoors, Dirty Duck Coffee, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Pacific Calls, uh, Looking Glass Duck Club. We got Lucky Duck, William and Chris Wines, 14 Cattle Company, and J2 Outdoors. We appreciate, we appreciate every one of you. Everybody go check out our great sponsors because we kind of got, we kind of got something for everything right now. Go check them out and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.